0: Introducing The Intuitive Hour, Awaken Your Inner Voice, with psychic medium, author, and intuitive life coach, Michelle Beltran. The Intuitive Hour will empower you to learn how to magnify the powers of your intuitive voice. Listen in and expand your understanding of what it means to be psychic and how to awaken, amplify, and trust your inner voice. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Intuitive Hour, Awaken Your Inner Voice. I'm your host, Michelle Beltran, and I'm delighted that you are here. During today's 20-minute podcast, we begin to move forward in our learning about psychic development using my book, Take the Leap, What It Really Means to be Psychic as the foundation I'd like to get started, however, with just a bit about my story. Just who is Michelle anyway, you might be asking. Then we'll take some time to discuss what it means to be psychic. So let's jump right in. Some years ago, I embarked on the journey of a lifetime, or maybe several lifetimes. I had lived a fairly nomadic professional life, moving from one career or enthusiasm to another. I'd been in the Air Force, worked as a probation officer, taught young people, and been a professional cyclist. Once, when I was working as a probation officer, my chief described my life as being rich with escapades. She wasn't entirely wrong. And in spite of the fact that the description appeared accurate, it was not how I would have described it. I had an overwhelming sense, a primordial urging, that something was not right, that there must be more to life than this seemingly fortunate life I was leading. I remember sitting in my office, comfortably employed with the state in a position many would have been thrilled to hold, knowing I was not living up to my potential. Life should be engaging, passion-filled, and stimulating. That realization prompted a couple of questions I had never asked myself before. What exactly is my potential? How do I go about pursuing it? These questions brought awareness that the only way to complete fulfillment was to embrace the thing I had inwardly desired my entire life, the development of my mind, my consciousness, my inner leanings, and my psychic propensities. Once I committed myself to this journey of self-discovery, I focused all my attention on growing an awareness of my higher self, my connections with the universe, and the psychic abilities I had overlooked and ignored. I haven't looked back since that day. I began formal psychic training at the Chico Psychic Institute. Later, I studied at the Reno Psychic Institute in Reno, Nevada. Shortly thereafter, I discovered mediumship abilities and studied at Mystic Shift Mediumship School. Each class and each new revelation served to kindle my excitement and energy for more. My skills were expanding and my abilities were blossoming and developing. I no longer had superficial ideas about the psychic realm and just how psychic development happens. I studied and read everything I could and began practicing my innate abilities earnestly and sincerely. Several psychic practices caught my interest, but I was most intrigued by the practice of controlled remote viewing, what I now call distant sensing. Like anyone who embarks on this lifestyle quickly discerns, I had an inclination for practices for which I later learned I had a talent. I soon discovered that practice was distant sensing. I found it captivating and fascinating. With fervor, I sought out expert guidance from Dr. Paul H. Smith, one of the longest serving remote viewers in the Stargate psychic military espionage program. Distant sensing was a scientific connection to a profession, psychic examination, that I knew to be valid, but others found hard to trust. I believed that if the Central Intelligence Agency found value and significance in psychic research, it was possible The public's negative perceptions and prejudices. If you're listening to this podcast, you must be curious about the powers of the mind. Like me, you may have the feeling there is more to life than can be explained by our physical experience of the world. Quoted in the book The Joy of Kindness by Robert Fury. I thoroughly believe what the French philosopher and Jesuit priest Pierre Teilhard de Chardin wrote about the reality of living. We are not human beings having a spiritual experience. We are spiritual beings having a human experience. It didn't take long before I teamed up with Deborah King, an internationally known life coach and alternative healer. And things changed even more dramatically. Her biography, A Study in Overcoming Obstacles, Moving on to Success, and the Recounting of Her Quest for Self-Knowledge, resonated with me. It was her life story that led me to realize the importance and impact of reaching one's higher self. Deborah helped me orient my teaching and focus my objectives. I soon opened my own practice and currently work to help thousands who need answers to life's big questions. My practice consists of mediumship, controlled remote viewing, psychic readings, and intuitive life coaching. It is my hope that you will dive deeply into exploring your own higher self and give credit to your special psychic callings. Perhaps you have a similar story of desiring more for your life. Excellent. Then the time is now to start that journey. So let's take a moment to talk about what it really means to be psychic. The steps we take on life's journey are fraught with ups and downs, misconceptions and falsehoods, Unexpected realizations and unprecedented understandings. Life is learning. Even our ability to observe firsthand events correctly is impacted by the inability of our brains to record more than five specific facts at one time. The other facts, rightly or wrongly remembered, are filtered out of our recollection. Our observations are also influenced by our worldview and past influences, not actual facts. The realm of psychic and other worldly happenings, like our observations, can't be definitively defined. But in spite of that, the world of psychic phenomena has thousands of followers and the people who believe in an active, unseen world practice its teachings. What we do know about this area of life is that such belief structures are part of our culture. The world of active spirituality, of psychic seeing, mediumship, and other psychic modalities is growing. Just as many people are interested in religious principles and inspirations, many are interested in the mysterious realm of the supernatural in the past people thought something was wrong with anyone who thought about psychic or spiritual matters now people are curious they are in the midst of reconsidering any information they've learned about the universe and the world of the unseen there is a new wave of investigation into such things as intuition, hunches, instinct, unusual awareness, and the possibility of a sixth sense. Malcolm Gladwell, in his book, Blink, The Power of Thinking Without Thinking, takes a long, hard look at the power and presence of the seldom understood phenomenon we call intuition. We can't conclusively explain intuition, but researchers like Gladwell have taken a stab at it. His arguments suggest our mental processes work quickly and automatically, using an overabundance of information acquired over a lifetime. He puts forth a theory that expert judgment and instantaneous decisions are often accurate, without the benefit of extensive knowledge. He also looks into factors that prevent us from using our intuition knowingly and investigates the influences that appear to destroy this mechanism of human intuition. Others also believe intuition is the result of a lifetime of experiences an exposure to information residing in our subconscious until the accumulation of that information can be used. These people believe our minds have the ability to archive all types of information we don't log in on a conscious level. They believe we pick up information subconsciously, never really comprehending it, body language, tone of voice, a particular look, or something out of place. And this is the root of intuition. To others, however, Intuition is a knowing or sensing that comes from within because we are a part of a universal mind and it comes without the benefit of rational explanation. They believe intuition is an unnamed something that operates beneath our layers of logic, something that works as our conscious and unconscious minds communicate in unexpected ways an unconscious reasoning that propels us to do things without telling us why or how. In the book Steve Jobs by Walter Isaacson, Jobs, an inventor and pioneer of the computer revelation, called intuition more powerful than intellect. Intuition, for both camps, is the sum of our intellectual ability, acquired knowledge, past experiences, and sensory perceptions. For some, it also includes psychic input. Whatever intuition is, it is not instinct. Instinct is an internally driven, pattern of behavior exhibited in animals in response to a specific stimulus. It is an inborn impulse, a motivation to action. Salmon swim upstream and fight strong river currents in response to a compulsion to return to their birthplaces and spawn a new generation. Salmon do this in response to instinct, not intuition. Intuition is is an experience unique to humans. Intuition not only uses our mental senses to inform us, but it also uses our bodies to send us unique messages. You may have heard it said, he makes the hair on the back of my neck stand up. That is intuition using your physical body to signal something may be wrong or needs your attention. It may be telling you the person or situation in question is unsafe. Intuition might be a tingle, a feeling in your stomach, or an unsettling emotion. It is intuition sending you a message. To people like Gladwell, intuition and foreknowledge are scientific in nature. To those who believe in otherworldly existences, it is spiritual. While it may seem incompatible to forge a link between the common everyday experiences of intuition and the trained and developed powers of a psychic, psychics tell us intuition is the foundation upon which psychic abilities are built. Regardless of where the truth lies on this issue, our culture actively encourages us to rely on rational judgment as the only true expression of reality. We know, however, that purely rational assessments aren't always accurate. We have all experienced instances where emotional input has aided in the discovery of a truth or the reality of an event or situation. Intuition is a worthwhile guide for evaluating situations and informing decisions it has the ability to take us to unexpected destinations without the benefit of logic. If you have ever had a gut feeling that turned out to be true or had a sudden impulse to do or not do something, but later discovered you should have listened, you were using your intuitive insights with which we are all endowed. Given that intuition lives in the realm of the unexplained, you may be able to conclude, in a broad sense, that you already have the foundation for acquiring psychic abilities. All individuals are born with a tendency toward a psychic mind, whether they know it or not, or believe it or not. Psychic abilities are an integral and important part, albeit a small part, of intuition. It is quite possible for individuals to make the conscious decision to develop, rekindle, or magnify the powers of their intuitive voices, their psychic minds. This podcast is here to discuss what it means to be psychic. The path to the supernatural world of the psychic begins by expanding and fine-tuning intuition, and then paying close attention to the seen and unseen worlds that surround us. Wayne Dyer, internationally known, renowned author and speaker on the topics of self-development and spiritual growth, like many in his field, believes current scientific investigation around the mysteries of matter and energy proves it is quite possible there is more beyond what our logical minds can consider. For many, religion is the answer to universal truth and a connection with supreme intelligence. Current statistics report a majority of Americans believe angels and demons are active in the world. 80% believe miracles happen and 92% believe in God to others cultivating and establishing psychic abilities will aid in a search for the power of a universal mind and a universal spirit that unifies us all. The acquisition of psychic abilities is not simply the pursuit of a psychic mind. It is more about embarking on a journey of self-discovery to awaken an innate desire to understand the universe And the unseen world it is not a question of being more intuitive than anyone else and it is not a question of being endowed with more psychic abilities than anyone else it is only about you and whether or not you want to engage in an exploration of the spirit realm or acquire psychic abilities by becoming familiar with the practices of the psychic world. With that, I'd like to bring the intuitive hour to a close. We've talked today a bit about my story and what it really means to be psychic. You've learned your intuition is the doorway through which you can access your deeper psychic mind. Please join me next week as we continue our discussion about who or what is a psychic and what it's like to be a psychic. If today's show has inspired comments or questions, I invite you to email me directly at mbeltran at michellebeltran.com. I sure look forward to our time together next week. Meanwhile, have a wonderful, wonderful week ahead. Thanks for listening to The Intuitive Hour. If you like what you heard, please share our podcast with a friend. And be sure to visit michellebeltran.com to get Michelle's Kickstart Your Intuition online course. It's free!